It's thinking, it's thinking. Goodness me. Let's just close that and open it again. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we discuss, nerd out and share things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. Each week one of our hosts will pick a topic they want to share their love for and that's what we discuss. This week we will be discussing one of Helen's passions and meeting some very special family members. What are we talking about today, Helen? Cats. (laughs) Yay, cats the animal as in the domestic... Those house little fuzzballs that live in your yeah. house and are like totally think they're wild animals <laughs> that they technically yeah, kind yeah, of are. Yeah. They have dreams. <laughs> um, Caitlin, do you like cats? I have no strong opinion on cats. They <laughs> can be adorable and that's fine. And I appreciate the ones that are part of our family, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, what, what's that um that um clip and the thing? Soft and squishy, soft and squishy. Sharp and pointy, sharp and pointy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a cat. <laughs> yeah, I also love cats. Um, yeah. I think they're really weird little creatures. I have two, and they have buckets of personality. Oh yeah. Helen also lives with a couple of cats too. Yeah, it's Michael's cats. Mr. Tory and Drake. Yeah, we have a matching set. Me and our brother. Yeah, you've got a ginger cat and a tabby, and a, a dark tabby, tabby yeah. cat. Ginger cat came first, tabby cat came second. Yeah. yeah. Ginger boy, tabby girl. But they're inverted where you've got the big ginger and the little tabby and he's got the big tabby and the little ginger. ginger yeah. 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 Uh, so, Helen, tell us, what, tell us about what you do with cats. I volunteer at the RSPCA. Which is, it's kind of like an animal shelter, big animal. So it's the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got big grounds that we have room for horses. We don't have horses right now, but we have goats a lot. At one point, I think we had a pig. Did they yell? I don't know. I just, I've walked past them when I've been going into the, the, you know, into my work. But they're just sort of sitting around most of the time, but that's all closer because it's early morning. And mm. I don't work with the goats, so I don't know what they do. Goats are barn. cool. <laughs> they're very cool. It's so much more cool yeah. than cats. We've got the barn full of rabbits that I've looked in. Bunnies! Um, yeah, we ha- when I first started, we had this like big donation of like several hundred rabbits that just came in. Yeah. So we were up to our ears in rabbits. <laughs> they were so little <laughs> and so cute. And it's like, oh gosh. <laughs> I think you just like small furry things yeah. that can get patted. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we've got the dogs are always barking in their kennels. And I'm a dog. I'm a dog. <laughs> are you a dog? <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, they go on walks and occasionally you walk past them and they're like, oh, I got a person. Hello. Mm. Except for the ones that are a bit skittish or like not quite ready for people yet, except for yeah. their one person they're working with. Like, yeah, just let the big dogs pass. <laughs> It's often because yeah. they do look at me because I'm in the cattery working with the cats. So I come out and I smell like a cat and they're like, oh, what's that? Yeah. So what do you do with the cats? Well, I mean, I've got two roles. We have got the, when you start volunteering, you always go for like the um, cleaning role, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I do cat care, which is lowest going, on the totem pole. Yeah. <laughs> you go in and you, um, you clean their little condo, which I live in. 
I love that cats live in condos. Yeah. <laughs> and like every other animal is like in a kennel or a cage, but a cat gets a condo. Yeah. I mean, like we've got cages holiday. where the cats live in sometimes, and this is just to fit the big towers in for like certain cats that need that kind of environment to jump up mm. on things to just have. They're not quite ready for a small that space. Yeah. Or they just can't adapt to the small space. But yeah, they have a condo and they've got like, most of the condos have at least two rooms where they've got like a bed or a litter area and, and another separate room. And they've got little shelves they can sit on. It's and like the, little, the little room is like completely, um, it's like a thing you, you can't can... see into it, it's more private. Yeah, that's mostly, yeah. Um, it's got a little room with like blankets in it and it's got a little porthole that you can mm. close off, especially, especially important for when you're cleaning and you've got a cat that's really in your face. Yeah. Some of them just do get kind of in the way and they just, and some of them are um they're not really ready for human interactions. Yes, they hide in the Yeah. So the some world. of them are the staff only ones we don't touch because that's for um they're really not ready so we can't, you know. But the, sometimes the staff will put them away in their hidey hole and we'll clean the rest of their condo and leave them be mm-hmm. otherwise. And you know, <laughs> there's those Poor little cats. It's all frighted. Yeah. <laughs> I've had and this one up? cat where just he wouldn't move, so I had to just walk around him, and he just was in the back with his head tucked under his bed blanket, Aww. and he was all scared. Poor little Aww. thing. Poor thing. What's your other role? And I also do the cat enrichment, which is playing with the cats and cuddling them and giving them some attention because they do get quite frustrated when they're in there. <laughs> That's the best job. Yeah. You have to be in the cat care role for at least six months before you get an enrichment role. Just, promoted yeah it's kind of like you have to prove that you're like gonna be here trustworthy i guess in a way mm. it just you're not just there to cuddle animals you're and i'm sure in. that everyone just wants to go straight to the enrichment role and yeah. not do the cleaning yeah because we do need the people to clean we've always need people in laundry and all those things because so many blankets needing washing and stuff yeah so i got distracted trying to work out what a condo was it's, yeah. it's an apartment yeah, so cats have a park. Right cat, yeah. yeah, and they're yeah. all stacked on top of each other, and yeah. they've got a window to look into them. And, you know, they're all neighbors. Some of them have very noisy neighbors, and they're always like, "What's that cat doing next to me? It's always making noise." Mm-hmm. They're very distressed about it. Yeah, I freaking love that. <laughs> so much. I know because cats, yeah, yeah. Some of them are like that, and it's like once you take them home, it's a slightly different personality. It's mm. just that them. Um, I think it's. The um, you've taken them to a new place and it's very strange and oh god, and also the oh a person has come to pat me for the first time in a while. Yeah, <laughs> or it's just they like the attention like a lot when they're in the condos. Yeah. yeah, and they're probably used to more people and more cats and all that mm. around. It's like we, which is a thing that's come up where some people have adopted cats that have been with us for a while, so we get very excited. But then, like a couple of days later, they get brought back. Aww. There's this one cat that's with us now who is also called Tori. And he's, um, but he got uh, like brought back within 24 hours, and he's such a like a very loud and cuddly and loving cat. Don't know why he gets what. What did they not like about him? Don't know. It's just that came that came in one evening, and oh, Tori's still here, and she's like, yeah, he got adopted, but then they brought him straight back. It was very frustrating. At least least they brought him back and didn't just like abandon him somewhere. Yeah, trying to palm him off on someone. Especially, like, it's happened to several cats, especially the ones that they're with us for a long time. 
Yeah, I wonder like if it's something mm. to do with the it's an artificial environment and strangers come in, so it's interesting. Whereas they get institutionalized, yeah. yeah. yeah and then when they're like at they home, do the ones that are with us for a long time do get used to the way of life in the shelter yeah. with us. Mm. And like, also, a lot of people want kittens. Yes, kittens are really in demand, and it's harder to rehome the adult cats. Yeah, we got so many adult cats that are you know on old lady and old man cats that need homes. Just, yeah. You know. I have friends that they only um, adopt older cats mm. usually. The last lot were a couple of little kittens, which was really unusual for them. But the older cats are generally a bit more chill. They've settled down. They're not going to really wreck your stuff as much as a kitten. Yeah, and they're like and toilet, they're toilet trained. trained. <laughs> <laughs> they know where the litter is. That's where you go. Yeah. And they just, you know. I always thought that if when I get my own cat, I would get an older one just because I couldn't think I could handle a kitten. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Kittens are a lot. Kittens are. They are adorable. Whenever we get kittens in the thing, I'm like, oh my God, kittens. Yeah. Yeah, because when you were little, you always wanted to have a farm and have like a hundred dogs and a hundred cats. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be like have a hundred one donations. Yeah. That's that, probably yeah, where that came from. You went from dogs to cats because you yeah. were obsessed with dogs with a hundred one Dalmatians and you had yeah. all of your lucky. So long. All of yeah. the I think dogs it's just were lucky. Yeah. yeah. The dogs that dogs get really big, a lot of them, and they're also kind of, I don't really know how to handle them. And there was that giant. Dogs. Oh, the Saint Bernard. The Saint oh, Bernard. Yes. Which when it was on all fours was as tall as Hel- as Helen and then yes. it would jump Taller, up. I think. No. And would get so excited. Yes. And I think that was the turning point because we'd be walking her from school and Helen would go, Oh my god, a dog and she'd yeah. start doing her excited little squeaks and the dog would go, <gasps> A friend yeah. and come bounding across the road because she was she was just a puppy, but she wasn't quite trained yeah. enough. And and Helen went, Ooh! Like her eyes went gigantic as the dog got bigger and bigger as it came closer. Yeah, and it was yeah. very quick because it was very big. It was chaos. Mm. So, so when it, uh, like my friend loved cats, my friend I made at the time, mm. and I remember like changing her to like, oh, I do like cats as much as I like dogs, and actually yeah. I like cats more. <laughs> and it's just yeah. You know, and when you were a bit older and you were the last one at primary school, which was a ten-minute walk from school to home, how long would it take you to get home, Helen? Oh, I don't know, a while, because I made friends with all the cats along the street. Yeah, it would follow like an hour, hour to get home. <laughs> yeah. And they would, they would know, so it would be about 3 o'clock and they'd wander out into their so, yards. Yeah, and they'd yeah. be there and there was that lovely grey cat that was probably not a Russian blue, but I called it that. <laughs> yeah, her, its hair was a bit too long. No, no it was a, just a cat on the way home and he would come out and sit in front and I'd be like, hello, and pat him, and then another one down the street, another one down the street, another one down the street. The one at the very end of our street was just a much older tabby cat who always wanted to be on my lap. Yeah. So nice. I do remember one day after school, I was just lying on my bed reading a book, which is what I did, and I hear this little singing noise and I looked out my window and there's Helen and you were trailing one of those long bits of chiffon fabric that we had in the dress-up cupboard. You were just trailing that behind you and singing your own little song and behind that came like three or four cats in a row. Yeah. You were like the little Pied Piper of cats. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, okay. Was this very pretty tabby called Candy who I made friends with, and that was her cat. And then a big, fluffy, grey and white one. Who's That's named, Backdoor Cat. Yeah, Backdoor yeah. Cat who came to the back door and would meow. And I'm like, let me in, let me in, um, and got so offended 
when Michael got Tory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... And Tory was trying to attack him (laughs) through the glass. So the RSPCA, um, it was established in 1981 to promote animal welfare, and each state and territory of Australia has an RSPCA organisation that's affiliated with the RSPCA Australia. The national body is funded in part by the Australian government, but it also relies on corporate sponsorship and fundraising events and voluntary donations mm. and things. And yeah, we so have they, a partnership with someone who supplies us our cat litter, which is yeah, essentially a wood chip type cat litter that turns to sawdust and it's relatively new and it gets everywhere. Yeah, But we can tell that the cats have peed, so that's one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's really makes it very eat. easy to tell if the cats are going, then you know, and we can monitor that kind of health, you know, yeah, it's very easily. But good, so, it gets all everywhere. <laughs> so I think Tori was adopted from the RSPCA. Yeah, our brother's cat. Uh, do you remember when he had surgery and had the cone on his head? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He came up to do his regular patrol and I just walk in the front door. So he saw me enter the house and went, oh, and went, oh, I don't know, and went, tried to went underneath the couch like he's normal. He couldn't fit. And and he's like, shocked for like five seconds. I think I remember that. He was like, ah. It was so funny. And then he's like, oh, oh, and he like went away. And I was like, oh, the poor thing was probably in so much work. It was the day after his surgery or something. Like it was quite soon after. It was still only new. Yeah, it was so funny. (laughs) So, so Tori was adopted from the RSPCA. Yeah, I think he was was three months old. Yeah, oh, he was. Yeah. He was. Li- he was, was kidney. Li- he was. He was. His shy. ears were too big for his head. <laughs> little yeah, body. They're still too big for his head. <laughs> no, he's. <laughs> um, it's about the right size now. He's got really big eyes. Yeah, little nose. He's a oh, tiny baby. little cat with big eyes. <laughs> yeah, and he ate a whole bunch of my hair like he's. No, we thought we was just toy. playing with them and then hoarding yeah, them. Yeah, no, he, he was, was swallowing them. them. And then he had to have surgery. That was, tra- was so traumatic. <laughs> we had to put because he was eating like chicken breast. Oh yeah, I like plain chicken that breast yeah. that we were chopping up, and we had to put it on a little side plate, which we had to put on a roll of like gaffer tape. So, and then we had to guide the cone over the top of the plate and the roll of tape so that he could then eat inside the cone so the cone would be touching having, the ground i remember having to feed him once and adjust i put it right on the edge of the plate and just held it for him while he like snacking it up because yeah. <laughs> if if you didn't help guide the cone over the top of the bowl he'd end up shoveling mm. the cone into the food and then the food would end up like down by his neck <laughs> <laughs> well we've got cats in the cones at um the rsvca and mm. whenever you do their water it's like that's gonna get everywhere and it does they just yeah. scoop it up with their cone <laughs> Everywhere. Why am I wet? Some cats just like I change their water and mop up every the mess and then turn around and there's water just everywhere, all over the Jones walls. Jones does that. Jones like, just digs to... in the water bowl. Yeah, it makes wants... when it's got the right amount of water in it, it can make this like twanging noise. <laughs> just a little. I think he likes that. It's like spaceship. Yeah. He's a, little, he's a little artist, a little musical artist. It's hard for us because we have to monitor how much the cats are drinking just in case yeah. they do have a <laughs> health problem. Much, yeah, so, water everywhere. You're like, it's like, oh, I can't tell how much of that's going in the cats. Yeah. Um, so 
I adopted my cats from the Cat Haven, which is a different shelter. They only do cats. That's why it's called the Cat Haven. Yep. Um, and it is it is important. So cat rescue in general, it's important because we don't really want cats to be like wild feral cats out killing mm. the wildlife and things and they yeah. just breed and breed. So mm. there is a big push to like get all these cats in off the streets and new to them and rehome them. Yeah. And cats really should be indoor cats. They shouldn't be outdoor yes. cats because they're still specifically in Australia, I'm not sure what it's like for other countries. I think pretty much everywhere cats are kind of like an introduced species that destroys Where do they come from? local They're the descended from like mostly tigers, aren't they? And they didn't they domesticate themselves? Yeah, they decided yeah, they that- domesticated us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because we had rodent problems and the cats moved in because we had food, which was the rodent problems, and we went, oh, this is great. Let's keep the cat. Yeah, it was and then like the cat was like, oh, these people are nice. They're, you know, they're giving us free food and free home and nice cozy place to sleep and pets. Let's just stay here. And it's like we didn't really – they're not like dogs where we actually domesticated them and bred them and taught them to, you know, serve us. Cats just kind of decided they'd hang out with us. <laughs> Yeah, it was a mutual, mutually beneficial arrangement. Yep. But it was like like there were domestic cats in ancient Egypt, like yeah. nine thousand BC, I think. Yeah. Ancient yeah. Egypt's a really long time. Yeah. So there's two strains, but they're all from the singular common ancestor, which is the North African slash Southwest Asian wild cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And because I am great at geography, I know that those are two places. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then it says, so that's in the Fertile Crescent in the Neolithic period. So I'm assuming that there's a specific area in North Africa slash Southwest Asia that's called the Fertile Crescent that uh-huh. I will look up later. Um, or it was at one point yeah. in history before. And then ancient Egypt's. It accelerated. They were around there, but the word, because I looked up the etymology of the word cat, it's not really, we don't really know, it's not really that interesting, but it did kind of explode all around Europe and parts of Asia kind of at the same time, just this word cat appeared. Yeah. And that's around the time that domestic cats were more widespread. They had been around in Egypt, but then they, but it replaced the, the felis the word that feline comes from mm. in Latin. So that was old Latin had fe- that feline. And then later the word sort of cat appeared or gat. Gatti. Gato. Gato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gato. all of those cata, all of those kind of variations kind yeah. of were suddenly widespread through all of Europe. So, and it's, um, it's mostly Germanic, I think, is where English gets it from, that kind of Germanic root. Mm. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting, but not like kind of like we don't know cats. It's really, really mm. maybe cats um, named themselves, and then when they were colonizing, they were just like we're cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell everyone. All right, so we are going to take a short break, and we'll be back to introduce our very special guests. <laughs> We're back. It is my pleasure to introduce my fur children to the podcast, Jones and Trixie. So they're not actually in the room with me because they can't be trusted. 
Number one, they scratch the carpet and it's not, I'm in a rental, so it's not the kind of carpet, like if they scratch it just once, it pulls out and it's really obvious they've scratched it and I don't want to have to replace the carpet. Yeah, Frank's been doing that to the carpet in Dad's room and he's getting to the point where he's like, you're going to have to replace that somehow. Number two reason is that Jones likes to yeet himself through the roof of my recording (laughs) booth and destroy it. Yeah, yeah, because he has to be... (laughs) up as high like, as possible. I want to be up there. I'm going to have an adventure. Yeah. He goes, yeet, and then crashes <laughs> through. It's like it's amazing he hasn't like broken my equipment or anything. Gets very shocked and upset that he fell so far, sits quietly for a bit, and then goes, I want to be up there. <laughs> Just completely because. He doesn't understand. So, it's fridge shape. Why can't it be like a fridge? <laughs> yeah, he loves the fridge. So Jones is my, he's my first cat baby. He's a ginger boy. And I rescued him from the cat haven when he was three months old. So in his condo, he was this little skinny ginger cat and he was yelling. So he's like, meep, meep, like little oh, yeah. high-pitched meepy yell constantly. <laughs> And if I opened his condo door, he would just like headbutt me aggressively, like pat me, pat me. Like I just had to hold my hand in there and he'd just be like rubbing himself all over my hand. And and he'd also bite as well. So we'd do a little smooch and then bite and then smooch and then bite and then like yelp. He's too excited. He couldn't help himself. Yeah. And that is exactly his personality. He still does that. So (laughs) it didn't grow out of that. So he's now six years old. He's such a serious adult boy. Yeah, he is. He's uh, regal looking when he gets his tail all wrapped around and sits Very majestic. He's quite a large cat as well. Um, So he's very artistic. He expresses himself through cardboard box art Mm. and zoomy cat opera. Nice. So he's, he is very affectionate and, he, and he, he wants to be involved in whatever I'm doing um, and he has strong opinions about that and he also has strong opinions about how and where scritches should happen. He's definitely not a lap cat except the few occasions when he does come on my lap. I have to be very still and I take a photo and I get very excited and if I move or touch him, it's not allowed. He's like, nope. Because mm, the affection um, on his terms, not yours. He. I think because he was only a baby when he came to the cat haven, um, he longs to explore the outside. Mm. And I have put him in a harness. He's all right wearing it, um, but he has strong objections to if you hold the lead. He's like, go away. Mm. Let me explore on my own. But he can't be trusted because he's going to wander off. Um, And he's named after Jones, the cat from the movie Alien. Although he probably would not have survived the Nostromo. <laughs> yeah, he's not the most intelligent. He's an emotional intelligent, not a yeah. s- traditional but intelligence. He does, he does have a, like he will um, worry at something. Like he's got the attention span. He will sit there and he will figure it out until he's figured it out. And that's how come he can open drawers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he wanted the art supplies. I'll be in (laughs) the thing on my computer and then I'll, while I'm cat sitting, and then there's be this rustle, 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 and like, oh, wait, (laughs) Jones is in the drawer with the plastic bags. Yeah, everywhere, all over the place. Yeah. Because he needs them for his art. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a chaotic art style. (laughs) So I've got a little audio clip of Jones here. Um, This audio clip is a little bit old, it's probably the cleanest I could find. 
Um, I tried interviewing him, but he doesn't like to perform for the camera <laughs> or any recording device because yeah, his art like speaks it. for him for itself. That he doesn't yeah. need to be interviewed about it. <laughs> yeah. So, so in the cases I have, he's very, very talkative, uh, very loud. <laughs> um, but when I try and record him, he just shuts up and stares at me, all offended. Um, but this. Um, it's a little video which I'll put up on our social media, on Instagram and Twitter. It's from a few years ago. I think he was only a few years old. He would have been like two and a half years old, I think. And he had just had this habit of going and sleeping on my bed in the middle of the day. He'd just go chill out by himself sleeping on my bed. And I would walk into the room and he would do this. <coughs> And it's and he he would do that daily, and that's how I that's how I got him filmed because it was just a thing he would do if I walked in. He would just react like that, in which he just started yelling and sort of telling me off. And I don't know if he was trying to pretend he hadn't been napping or something. Yeah, it does look like he's been started awake and be like, "No, I'm, I'm no, haven't been no, asleep. No, what are you no, even no. doing in here? <laughs> like, yeah, go away, go away." <laughs> so yeah. So Helen's cat, you've well house sat for me before. Yes. How is your relationship with Jones, Helen? It was always like he's got a little bit too much energy for me. Sometimes like he wants to play and I'm like, okay, let's play with this. Play, 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 play. I'm tired. <laughs> he still wants to play. But he's, so, he's not as cuddly. And it's like I want to cuddle him, but he doesn't like cuddles. <laughs> mm. But he will come and like sit near yeah. you. He likes to keep you company. Yes, I think. especially likes- when it's – he comes up when I'm sitting at the table with my laptop, he comes up and he boops my shoulder. He just boops, yeah. boop, boop. And it does like, a lot oh, of head, no head booping. Yeah. Like, it's so nice. He also does this thing. Um, <laughs> I've got, he's trained me. I've got a Pavlovian a Pavlo, a Pavlo Pavlo. response mm-hmm. to it, this particular <laughs> noise that he makes. Um, so it'll be sometimes I'm sitting on the couch um, doing something and it'll just slowly be getting dark. <laughs> You know, that time when you realise that you're sitting in the dark Mm. Um, and he disapproves of that. And I think often it's a little like it's dark now, you've got to feed me dinner. But he does this thing where he picks up his front paw and he turns his head sideways and he goes, (laughs) and then at that, like he winds himself up and then at the end of the noise he'll bap me on the face (laughs) with his paw. Um, And one of the reasons why... He's also not allowed in my bedroom when I'm sleeping, like at night time, because oh, he does that all night. Oh, I and sat on the couch once and he spent the whole time like, just coming up to my head and going nip and booping me. It's like a yeah, thing. and that, the noise that you hear, and I've got it, so I'll hear the noise and it will wake me up so I can push him away because I know that the bap's going to come after that. <laughs> it disturbs my sleep. Yeah, he's, he's a real character, as mm. a lot of ginger cats are. All um, cats yeah. are a bit of a character in their own right. Yeah, I think yeah. Mr. Cat, Mr. Tori, our Tori, is just he was an old man in a young cat's body, grumpy old man. Yeah. Ah, get off my lawn! Ah, get out of my house! <laughs> and he did, he did this, he did this kind of like <gasps> people in my house. Oh no, no! And he growled all the yeah, way down. He would sigh at me. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't growl at me. He just had a big sigh. And it was such disappointment. Yeah, yeah. He, does, he does this like half freeze, like. <sighs> 
and snort yeah. and move away and do so. Stuff. Yeah, he's so funny. And uh, Caitlin, what's your relationship like with Jones? Yeah, Jones is my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> His relationship with Trixie is parts of my relationship with Aaron. <laughs> he's always like, hey, Trixie, what are you doing? And Trixie's like, go away. <laughs> Which is us he when did. we were kids. He wanted to be friends. Yeah. And they're getting better at being affectionate which is us now but like mm. when we were young I I was Jones <laughs> yeah approaching Trixie and be like play with me <laughs> and he he quite likes you too yeah he and if um, you come to visit he's like oh Caitlin's here yeah hey and we'll come I've got that great I've got a great photo of um him almost sitting on your lap <laughs> his butt on your knee that was <laughs> just when I was came to visit and we watched Wheel of Time yeah. Yeah. So Caitlin was sitting on the couch with her knees up and Jones was sitting on the back of the couch and he just like slowly shuffled his rump until it was balanced on Caitlin's knee. Yeah. <laughs> and then was like, I'm not sitting on your lap. Yeah. But he, he's actually climbed onto my lap and done boulder feet mm. for a bit. And, and then, then walks just, off. Yeah. He'll come and say hello to me and he'll. Um, and stare at you. Yeah, stare at me. Does that stare, that looming stare. And he'll he does sit the, the thing where he'll walk past yeah. me if I'm on the couch. He'll come up and meow and walk past and then come back a bit, and a bit later and I'll always give him a little pat across his back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he doesn't do that with me. He just knows, that, like, I'm not going to interrupt whatever he's doing and so he'll, like, settle himself down. And Yeah, he's, uh, he'll, he will sit near you when you come over. I think he notices a lot more. Like, he pays attention to, like, your physical and emotional state so like when I'm very tired and I'm visiting he's much closer to me than when I'm like energetic (laughs) Mm. yeah he he gets he does get very concerned so the times that I've felt unwell or I've been very upset he is definitely checking if I'm okay yeah he's paying Trixie doesn't do that (laughs) Trixie doesn't care but Jones is like oh my human like I think he really cares about me and I have called him sometimes across the room or somewhere different, but he'll just be gazing at me and purring. Yeah, because he loves really, you. really sweet. It's like, <laughs> oh, Jones, I love you too. And doing the slow blinky thing. Yeah. So he's he's really quite special. Um, he's special. special. Um, and then my second fur child, whose name is Trixie, she was also rescued from the Cat Haven. She is my little tabby gremlin. Yeah. To get a croaky ex smokers meow. <laughs> Yeah, she was she was two years old when I adopted her because I went to get an adult. I wanted an, an adult. I didn't want another kitten. Um, she's 10 months older than Jones. So I got her a year after I got Jones. Um, and not much is known about her life before, but it was likely that she'd lived on the street and they think she had had kittens. Um, so she was quite malnourished when I got her and her main objective was just to eat all the things. Yep. She was my little klepto cat and she's quick. She's oh, very yes. fast. She'd snatch anything she thought might be food and run off with it. So I remember coming home from work and everything that was on top of the fridge, so like bits and bobs, she'd like taken everything into her little hidey hole under the side table. <laughs> I was like, what's all this stuff? And tea towels. Yeah. Remember um, the day that all... you came home to your almost ripe avocado? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was um, I was sitting on the couch and I could hear coming from under the side table this <laughs> and I'm like, one of the cats is eating something. What's that? And I looked and she was hoeing. She'd eaten about half the avocado. <laughs> I'd had it in the fruit, vo- the fruit bowl um, ripening 
for three days and it was about perfect. <laughs> she just <laughs> nicked over it and ate it. And she tried to steal apples too because I'd find them around the house with like puncture holes <laughs> and her fangs. <laughs> um, and she stole, I made like omelette on toast, omelette <laughs> being like Helen kind of omelette where you just have an egg that you just fry, but like a scrambled egg that you fry. Yeah. Put it on the toast, had the toast in my hand. I was sitting on the couch and I like had it almost in my mouth, like my mouth was open and it was coming in and she just went <laughs> and stole the omelette off the toast and ran over there. I was like, ah! Amazing. It took a couple yeah. of years for her to sort of calm down and be like, Oh, I get food every day. It's fine. Yeah, she has settled down a lot. And poor Jones was so (laughs) amazed by her when she first came home. She just kind of ignored him, just completely ignored him. I think she must she must have been competing for food Mm. and around other cats. Mm. So just was like, I don't care about what this dude is. And he was like three times the size of her. She was so (laughs) tiny. And so I'd give them their food and she would just wolf down hers and I'd be watching her like holy shit look how far she eats and Jones would look and be looking at her like holy shit look at her yeah because Jones <laughs> is not food motivated at all like he used to have a nibble go do something else come back have a mm. nibble so he was getting to the point where he was not interested in his biscuits anymore and I was like dang I'm gonna have to like cater to his every whim <laughs> to find different biscuits and because he doesn't like these ones anymore um, and then Trixie came into the picture and so she'd just hoe down her biscuits and then eat his yeah and he would and just, he'd just be like oh 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 dear and I oh I hi and <laughs> I was I didn't I think I might have intervened the first time but he was just so amazed by her that he didn't eat and then he started noticing oh she's gonna eat my biscuits so I'd give them their food and he would he's a slow eater he's not a very good eater and mm-hmm. he would eat as much as he could which is not very much in the time that Trixie would eat hers and then she'd come and just finish his off and he'd be like oh, okay I got two mouthfuls <laughs> and I remember the day that she'd finished his off and had gone off looking for more somewhere which is what she did and he looked at his bowl and he like looked at me and he looked at his bowl and he was like Oh, <laughs> she's been eating my food and there isn't any more and I'm still hungry. Yeah, it took him a while to get to that and point. <laughs> it was about a week. It wasn't very long. Yeah, but it was surprising. No, it was less it than a week. Him. And then he, the next time, so I gave them their food and they both started eating and Trixie finished hers and she walked over to Jones and Jones just looked at her and went, no, and kept eating. And Trixie went, well. It was good while it lasted. (laughs) She was a third of the size of him. And then after that, a couple of times where I've been at your house and you like do the the meal presentation thing, and Mm -hmm. Trixie's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" And then she finishes her meal and then goes over to Jones and he's like, "No." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He that's a few times he growls. He'll go, but he'll step away from his food and growl at her while she's stealing it. Because she'll grab a mouthful and pull it away and start eating and he'd be looking at her like, yeah, Hmm." Yeah, and slowly go back to the bowl. And then she'd go again. Like he's not very good at, yeah. And sometimes he just just lets her or or he's not fast. Like he doesn't dig it. He knows that he has to eat 
it all now. <laughs> so Trixie has settled really well into indoor cat life, I think yes. probably because she knows she has it really good. Yeah, um, she's she's very cat. happy just to chill out, sleep most of the time, and she loves belly rubs. Oh, yeah. It's not a trap. Frank loves um, belly rubs too. She mm. just gets on her side, you can touch thing. her belly and you can just go at it and she'd be like, oh, yes. Yeah. Then get under her arms and up belly. her chin and go up to the chin rubs and then back down to the belly and she'll be like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, so Trix is a very, very snuggly lap cat and she's often assembled incorrectly. Yeah. Um, she does the whole she's cat made of dimension. Yeah, and yeah. she's always different sizes. <laughs> like, like she'll put her entire like midsection in the cat dimension, so she's just legs and head. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like a head and then a rump, and then sometimes together. she's all rump with a turkey leg and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, and she often puts her back leg right up near her ear, <laughs> not just when she's washing herself. Like, this is often her legs are kind of like poking out of places. It's like, what is going on? Um, she's she's still very food motivated, but she's yeah. calmed down a lot. That she eats at like a tenth of the speed that she used to, yeah. um, which is still really fast. I think because she knows she's going to get fed every day. Um, and this is a little clip of Trixie telling me all about it. She has a lot of um, opinions. She likes to have a little ramble um, and a little, uh, sometimes call it Trixie's Lament <laughs> when it's getting close to dinner time and she's telling me how she's wasting away. Oh, yeah. I think this was from. We get the breakfast from... lament when we go and see RSPCA and they haven't been fed yet. Yeah. Big, been... long wounds. Never been fed in my entire life. <laughs> um, so Jones and Trixie have, um, they have an all right relationship. So. When I had only Jones, I think I came home for Christmas. Like I left him alone for 24 hours, which is not really that long. And I left him so many biscuits and he was very, very upset when I got home and he smashed a whole bottle of wine on the (laughs) But once I got Trixie, he was actually quite happy. He was fine. He's got company left. Yeah, he has a friend now. Um, He tries to play with her. She doesn't want and to sometimes play. I'm not sure if it's him trying to assert his dominance or if he's actually just trying to play. He's part of his zoomies and she doesn't like it. She growls at him um, and hisses and, yeah. But they do snuggle together a little bit in the wintertime. Cats are fun. They are. Oh, and Frank, when she first moved in with us, was so terrified. She had no idea what was going on. She took months and months to come out of, you know, and I remember the first time she let me pat her, I was so excited. Now she's just, it took a long time to be sniffing. And then Maybe now she Aaron. comes up and smooches. <laughs> yeah, she's a Oh, Trixie went missing. Yeah, so oh. um, Aaron had hired a removalist Movers? team. They were to... supposed to be wearing Hawaiian shirts. And they yeah, weren't. they went. Um, but they back. were to move the big furniture. So myself and uh, your friend were there to help like pack the small things and move them in the car so you left with the movers to go to the new place with the furniture yeah but while we were packing up I had put 
Jones and Trixie in the bathroom, I'd like lock them in there so that they weren't underfoot. Yes, mm-hmm. when because we're, we're going to have the door out. open with the furniture going. Yeah, in and there. then I had to follow the movers to let them into the new house, and so I let I opened the bathroom door to let the cats. I was like, out. all right, I've let the cats out. Um, yeah, and you announced this, and we were like, yep, yep, we got it. Yeah, we'll me- sure I'll meet we you there. The and then you took ages, so I got to the new house, and the movers came and, and moved us in, and then you just didn't. And I was like, yeah. guys, so we like just pack your cars and go. <laughs> we put the last two boxes in our cars, and we came back, and Jones was right there going, everything has changed. This is not <laughs> What's okay. What's going on? And was telling us all about it, and we couldn't find Trixie. She was just gone. And yeah. I was like, is she gone into one of the cupboards? We checked all the cupboards. And there weren't many places for her to hide. There was like no places for her to hide. Yeah, and there was like nothing in the house. Like there wasn't anything in the cupboards. There was nothing. So we were like, oh. And I was like, did she get out in like the three seconds as we were like walking out the door? As like uh-huh. was open. So we like went to try and look around. And then I was like, I got to tell Erin. <laughs> I've lost Trixie. Just She's just gone. letting you know, like we've we've not seen Trixie since you've left, basically. And mm. so oh, we got cat treats out to try and like entice her out of wherever she was yeah and as soon as we got back so we had to go back to get another load of stuff and yeah. I opened the door and she's just right there yeah walk <laughs> the the house. House. Like, she, we yeah. still have no idea and I'm like looking around I'm like there's nowhere that you could have even hidden no like we checked everywhere we checked every room and like mm. check the whole room and then close the door <laughs> so like she, she couldn't tell she yeah. vanished into cat space um and it was yeah. you going home I reckon she heard your car recognized it and went yeah oh. and then yeah <laughs> so like I was quite worried but I was just really exhausted or she'd had time time without any people there yeah, to like look around and be like what's going on mm-hmm. um she was doing that here as well in the new house um but I I discovered at the back of the fridge there must be a little cavity yeah mm-hmm. just enough space to fit a Trixie yeah, yeah it, and but she has to hold herself up in there so I remember like hearing this little scratching noise and I poke my head around the fridge and she's like got a pour out and she's trying to pull herself in and yeah. she kept sliding out so I'm like <laughs> been where she's because sometimes she's gone missing and I'm like where is she being mm-hmm. but the fridge was gone there was no the fridge came yeah with the like, movers so I don't know where she went no possible space for her to go into because like we checked everywhere we even checked in your cupboard just yeah. in case she is very good at hiding mm-hmm. and she goes immediately so if anyone comes even close to the front door she can like smell their intentions before that like when they pull into the the drive and it's like a dark and friend a, and, yeah, she's a dark friend I live in um I live in a strata now so there's multiple units in one driveway and so she knows which car coming in is coming there's going to be someone banging on the door yeah and she just sl- like vanishes instantly almost whereas Jones is not as fast and he kind of panics and runs around and tries to find a hiding spot and then we'll find a really crappy one like just (laughs) next to the couch at the front and he's like this isn't a good spot so kind of so we always get that thing of someone walking in and all of a sudden there's this cat going (laughs) out of wherever yeah yeah but it's better now it depends who's coming if it's someone he knows and he's got his safety chair. He just yes, jumps up on his safety under, chair if he's close enough. It's yeah. Under the table. But he comes straight him. back out pretty much. Yeah, he's, he yeah, just, he's straight back he out. He gets like, home, which means he's safe. <laughs> yeah, he just gets startled and then he's all right. Whereas Trixie, as sixth sense, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, already she's gone, yeah. yeah. She's much more um, savvy. Mm. Street smarts. But she can't open things. Street smarts, yeah. Jones, yeah, Jones is... 
smart in very different ways. Um, mm. He's not dumb at all. Like he's he just he will figure things out. Yeah, slowly he'll methodically work through something. Like if he has a goal, he'll he'll get to it. Um, whereas yeah. Trixie will lose interest very quickly if there's nothing in it for her. Yeah. So that was our thoughts about cats, the animal. Mm. Are you a cat person, dog person, bird person, general animal person? Share your pet photos and see the full videos of Jones and Trixie on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. You can also email us on Isn't It Neat Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to see all our, the pets available for adoption at the RSPCA, you can go to adoptapet.com.au and live in Australia anyway <laughs> that'll tell you all the facts and tell you all about them yes I'll put that link in the show notes um, we'll also have a, a whole bunch of because I've got so many photos of Jones and Trixie so <laughs> there'll be a, a collection of um, we'll have a cat week cat and it's just Jones and Trixie yeah they're very photogenic um, thanks for listening now go and enjoy something you think is neat yeah.